0: Good morning, financial technology. I'm Bruce Burke. Welcome to the Bullet Point Bulletin's weekly wrap-up. I'm here with my good friend, Ted Huff, and co-host. He's also the founder of FinTech Confidential. This is the weekly wrap-up for February 12th, 2023. And now that Ted has had a sip of his coffee, I'm going to send it over there. And he can please share with us today what is the topics we're talking about here today, Ted.
1: Bruce, this week has been really crazy on both the the regulatory front, but also been so much fun with what's going on in the NFT world. But I'm going to start off with the regulatory side of the house. So the SEC has targeted Kraken's staking platform and has caused concern across the entire crypto industry. And then with the Blockchain Association calling on Congress to intervene to really Dial it back a little bit. It seems like they're being a bit of a bully right now. And then Coinbase's CEO is starting to hear potential rumors that the SEC is going to ban all crypto staking for retail customers. Meanwhile, as I mentioned, in the NFT world, Yuga Labs has created Dookie Dash and and the NFT Sewer Pass for a great, great game that we'll dive into later. And then Def Jam and W-A-G-M-I Beach have created an NFT band called The Sharks from Solana's Catalina Whale Mixer. Man, this is going to be a great episode. We're going to start off with some very serious stuff, but at the end, folks, stick around. We're going to get get into the really, really fun stuff that's going on in Web3.
0: Bruce, we're going to talk about the regulators and the... Those, those, the, that god awful Gary Gensler from the SEC that's, <laughs> that's torturing these four crypto people that are trying to make up money and make money off of it. <laughs> it, these, it I, I, they just won't stop messing with them. No, no. no. Th- this whole thing really goes back to, again, we said. I said this a couple weeks ago. It doesn't seem like the de- enforcement is coming in the form of prosecution, and and. Mostly in fines, right? They're not sending. They're not sending the people off to jail. They're not arresting them. There, it's a white collar crime, so that it's it's a fine thing, and, it, and it's a way to generate income. But there, the SEC
2: is not. They're not
0: actually like a group that's meant to legislate or write a uh, policy for it's it's a commission that's a a governing group to enforce yep. the laws it's a hard to looking enforce looking rules for the exist, SEC though. to back off that's they're asking for that and it, I just don't see that congress could tell st- st- tell the SEC to back off I I, I, don't I disagree
1: with you on that here's why we don't have rules for crypto. We don't have rules for, for anything that is really Web3related. And so what we're doing is we're seeing the SEC imposing legacy, outdated enforcement on systems. Heck, we still can't wiretapping is like the number one number one criminal offense that happens in anything that's in a criminal imp- enterprise. And that's just because the, it fits there. Racketeering is another one that falls into it, right? So they haven't really updated anything since freaking Al Capone at this point, right? And so <laughs> you're, you're, you're coming up and you're trying to enforce these things on technologies and businesses and the way things work. That is completely different than, than anything we've ever seen. And so enforcing, enforcing rules that were built for other systems back decades ago is just the wrong way to approach it. And really what's going to happen if the SEC really starts pushing it in the staking area like this with, with all of these crypto companies, one, they're going to push people to go offshore. Two, yeah. when they go offshore, the amount of disclosure that is happening will even get less so they want more disclosure, but they're forcing them to go offshore, which will then well happen is these guys are going to go, I'm going to go to the place that requires the least amount of disclosure. So we're going to get less transparency into the disclosure of how they're managing it. It just this is really, really bad. They need to stop, yeah. back up, and really take a good look at it and determine what is it we're trying to accomplish here? Are we trying to make the United States the least friendly place for the next Generation of of the revolution, whether it be the the I can't remember what you called it, but like the um the physical digital oh the digital 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 thank you the the digital revolution. Do they want to be? Do they want to be leaders, or do they want to be followers, or do they want to be completely wiped off the map? And I think some governors in the country are really starting to understand this. And I'm going off on a tangent, but I'm going to go. And, and and the governor of California basically stood up later this earlier this week and said, hey, we're the state where PayPal started. We're the state where and they start to list out like all of the, the new technology advancements. And they're like, wait, we're not in this Web3 world, really. We got a little bit in L.A., but overarchingly, we really don't play in this space. Yeah, And he says, you know what? Starting now. We're going to make this the place for this new Web3. So I guess where I'm really going on this is just the more they try and protect people by enforcing things that enforcing rules that haven't been created for this type of business and this technology, the more crazy they're going to make it, the worse they're actually going to make it. And well, that's it just my like personal thing.
0: I don't want to say targeting, but they're hitting some really high-profile
1: companies. And it seems... Well, it's the ones we hear about. Because last week we talked about it. They, they've they've had over 200 enforcements over the last year. Yeah, so We're only hearing about the really big guys because those are the ones, they're the ones that are standing up going, whoa, I think you're overstepping <laughs> <laughs> your bounds here. This was
0: 30 mil find.
2: So if you, you see... Mean- Three thousand or thirty thousand
0: know, dollar fine. This is not oh you can pay a traffic ticket Slow slowdown, right? This is this, uh-huh. this is a major hurdle. That's mm-hmm. probably a quarter's income. I don't know what their financial standings are, but I'm sure it's gonna hurt. And, oh, of course. It's a public and, and company. Then immediately too. they have immediately they stopped. They immediately had to stop staking. And what they're saying is that when they're staking, it becomes like a security, and it's like it's like they're doing sales end of securities. It's, it doesn't become they, a security. They're saying at it's that similar
1: point. in nature. It doesn't become a security. That, that, yeah. That's just that's their way of trying to fit it into the box that they've already created. It doesn't yeah. become a security. It really, it's if anything, it's a loan product. Really, if you want to do it, it's a loan product. That's really yeah,
0: what it is. Uh, and they and they said that even being a lender or or making that company a lender, that's a securities. If they're not registered. If, when you're a lender, you're registered as a security and they're not registered as a security. I think the thing is here is Cal Capone, just pay the taxes, but just put it on your income tax statement. Yeah, exactly. I stole all this money, and here's the taxes on <laughs> it. I stole I that, all this money. That's what they're looking for. Just, hey, just do it the way we tell you to. Just go ahead and register as security. Maybe they're not able to get registered. Has, have they been turned down? I didn't dig that deep into yeah, the history of so, this. I'm sure there's been back and forth before they hit them over the head with $30 million. So I,
1: I will go back to the same thing. They haven't defined what it is. Yeah. They haven't defined what it is. So they're trying to use old rules and say, now it's a security. Okay. All right. That's cool. So what are the exact rules for this type of security? They haven't even done that yet. And and so I, I guess I, I really, 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 really struggle with this because they are not looking at it as something new. They're trying to figure out the other piece of it. And and realistically, what they're trying to do is they're trying to protect people, and I totally get that. Yeah,
0: there's been a lot of uh, hurt. But the uh, institution.
1: So look, really, they should be like looking at the institutional investors. How are the institutional investors managing this? How are they dealing with it? How are they handling their levels of risk? What are they accepting as a level of risk? What things are they putting in place? Versus trying to go down to to John Doe in in Louisiana, Mississippi, freaking Iowa of all places, right? The, the, those guys, we let them do stuff on on retail trading. Heck, look at what happened last year with with the stocks around a GameStop. Come on now, I, I think we're, we're I think they're going overboard. And and realistically, no, the stonks, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But so, I think they're so really what I've overboard. seen
0: a lot of is, I'm a, I'm a trend guy, and I'm looking for a thread amongst a thousand stories. And mm-hmm. one of the threads that I saw, I've been seeing, is the banks complaining that they can't do this financial innovation like these fintechs. Because of all the regulations and compliance and blah 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 that, but there's the bank nothing has. stopping
1: them from funding a company. There's to do nothing it. stopping no, but, them but from I, funding a company. Saying they,
0: they're saying, as the bank, they can't do this stuff. As the bank themselves, or as a derivative of the bank, it, separating from that is is different. And that the fintechs are able to do all this cool stuff because. They don't have this. So if the banks yeah. are putting pushing that message and it's being when banks talk,
1: uh, listen, well, <laughs> let's mean, get that straight. Right? Well, know, it's, they, not, they're, it's not. They're it's, not the bank. <laughs> it's not the banks. It's the banks lobbyists that the Congress yeah, well, is listening
0: well, to. So. When the checks talk, people listen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and or maybe they're using cryptocurrency for that methodology. But anyway. That's something I've been hearing over and over and over again through many different articles. It, it, it's kind of like an echo in the hall, right, kind of a thing. And when that kind of a, a thing is like out there as a generally accepted sentiment, right, yep. then there's going to be more regulation. They're, they're going to start to pull the, pull the strings of the draw bag a little tighter together. It's. I really don't think they want to stifle. U.S. is number one in financial innovation and startups who, so, and fintech and, so, so. and everything,
1: huh? Who, 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 so that that's another thing that I start to to look at is we we make that statement, but are we really looking at the the current
0: Singapore environment? is probably the most really? conducive of any country exactly. in the world to to let's call it financial transactions but they also watch their citizens like nobody's business right they they watch every interaction of every person every place it's 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 crazy
2: it's easy but i, don't so I guess think they want to yeah.
0: stifle the innovation but at the same time i don't think that they want to send the message that hey, you can just do whatever you want in in financial transactions, and you can just go ahead and and take over our currency thing here. (laughs) And this currency thing that we got going that that we're winning at right now, we're not going to let you take this thing over and run it. This is our thing, right? And you can have some stuff around it and to help it and to help it move and all that kind of stuff, but you are not taking over our dollar. We got it strong now. You're you're not taking, and but that's essentially what's going to happen. Anybody who thinks that the government is going to let them come in and and create their own money and have it become the de rigueur standard is out of their damn mind. The government oh, is not yeah. going to let it happen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think that I think that's the problem. You just you just hit on a major problem. Is that a lot of the banks? the regulators, the government, everybody's looking at this is a replacement for the fiat currency. It, it they have to stop looking at it as a replacement. Yeah. This is not this is this is not. They can still can, they can still make up whatever value that the fiat is worth. They can still yeah. print as much fiat as they want. That's okay. But what's happening is it like they're they're now finding that they they really I don't know. I, I'm I'm struggling with this because on on the 14th of this month, February 14th, there are numerous bills that are going to Capitol Hill to be love letters voted to Congress.
0: On. Love letters to Congress from, oh, yeah, from yeah. all the fintechs.
1: Well, <laughs> Happy Valentine's right. Day. But but we all love of you. all all of the parties that are involved in. Money in finance, in electronic transactions, and anything that has to do with the technology behind the movement of money are all going to Capitol Hill this week, this upcoming week, to to really dive in and say, "Hey, guys, don't go crazy here. You're you're, go- you're going to kill us all if you keep regulating, if you keep enforcing actions without proper legislation." And and I think that's the biggest piece. Is that we don't have the appropriate re- legislation in place in order to be able to enforce anything. And we, we really need to stop doing things the way that we've always done it and take five years to come to an agreement. And we have to stop allowing people who have absolutely no clue about what's going on make the rules. So what yeah, has that happen... That, that's, uh... And
0: looking at some of these congressional hearings for some of the the big tech companies in the past and some of the questions that would come up from the the senators and the congressmen, the questions that you'd ask these tech people were, I don't even want to call them entry level, right? They were ignorant questions. It's... Like my granddaughter has an iPad, and boy, it, she sure has fun with. You know, well, and <laughs>
1: that I, think, kind I think that's a, a major thing, problem. You know? That's that's a, that's a major major problem because you're you're having you're having generation. There's a generational gap, but the thing is, is that it doesn't it isn't always about the generational gap. I just said it, but here's the no, deal. No, it's not it, about generation. It has nothing it, to do it, with that. There's young about,
0: people that are newites as well as old. You know, exactly it doesn't matter.
1: But but I, I really look at it, and and you have to understand what you're legislating before you legislate it, or else you're going to just cause more problems, and you're going to cause more issues. And, and, and so that's that's the issue, too, if, is— If you don't uh, understand it, not, you shouldn't be allowed to vote on it, period. That's just my point.
0: There's—the thing is, there's so much legislation, and there's so much influence lobbying that used, didn't used to happen. And so a lot of the time, the person who is informing the senator, informing the congressman, informing the person that's making the rules, I'm not going to say left, whatever. It's the person that's informing them is the influence peddler, the the lobbyist. That's where they're getting the information from. They're not getting it from they don't see it in the news. They're not going to deep dive to go find out about dookie dash or anything like that to try and understand it but they are going to listen when somebody like sam bankman fried comes up and hangs out in the halls and takes them out to dinner and takes them here and takes them mm-hmm. there and buys and wines and dines you know that yeah that's that's all part of the thing and and the <laughs> lobbyists are probably more Offering more information and providing more information to those people than the actual companies themselves. If 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 it's a lobby for uh, anti the company, that right. company may be like anti crypto in this case.
1: Yeah, uh, well, in this case, also we're looking at the blockchain association that we talked about. Is asked the SEC just hey hey chill out until there's actual <laughs> legislation in place, and and it's on like the blockchain association some like. Random company, right? You, you, no, you've no, got it's, over all-
0: it's, a, it's a pretty big association. From it's a hundred.
1: It's a hundred plus crypto companies that are okay. really pushing for better public policy on Capitol Hill. I know for a fact that that even the the Electronic Transactions Association. I'm on their crypto committee, and we have have we- meetings all the time. I know they're pushing for legislation versus enforcement. So all of these folks are saying. Let's get the rules built before you start throwing money at people, before you start forcing companies like Kraken to pay a $30 million fine and to remove staking from their platform until they do this X thing. You're just, again, I I want them to take the time to really understand it, to create the legislation that actually provides the protections that they're looking for and isn't a knee-jerk reaction to an FTX or something else. And yet yeah. these staking platforms do have the probability of going bankrupt, just like every bank in the world. Mm-hmm. But
0: they th- got to figure a, out a stress test for them, just like they do for the banks, do a stress test. That, that's yeah. what they're going to have to organize is bis- physical fitness for these yeah. organizations and, and but, see if they're. But let's leave that business, up to the right?
1: lawmakers. Let's leave that up to the lawmakers to figure out what that is and then give yeah. it to the regulators to manage. And yeah. I, I think right now we have the dog, the tail wagging the dog. And I, I just, I'm, especially so you, when you yeah, start okay. to hear rumors. So you think
0: the, re- the regulators are telling the lawmakers what law make, what laws to make through what you call ancient legislation.
1: So I think what's happening is that the the regulators are enforcing actions with the perspective that the more they enforce those things, the more they're going to influence the legislation. So if I enforce it like this, that's going to give the appearance to the legislators that that's the way that the rules need to be written versus let's write the rules and then tell the regulators how to enforce it. And that's that's a piece that I'm really struggling with is where we have the tail wagging the dog or at least trying to. And And that starts to show up, especially when you've got. A public company like Coinbase talking like, "Hey, I'm starting to hear rumors that that uh, we're going to think, okay, how many companies
0: have the same business model? How, how, how many, many uh, how many
1: companies that aren't even in crypto have the same business model
0: with the staking and all that? I, I would t- it's it's a I've heard more about staking in crypto than almost any other uh, financial vehicle, but It's very prevalent if it's, there's other ways of staking than the way that Kraken's doing it, but it's, it's, it's pretty prevalent. And you'd have to think that anybody that is in that business, that's seeing that $30 million fine get levied, they got to be thinking, Oh, we better stop like what we're doing right now. So how much, how much is that affecting like their relationship with their clients? Maybe that's the only reason people are coming to some of these places is to stake with yeah. them. You know,
1: I mean that—that's like saying the only reason I go to the car wash is to get my car my well, oil.
0: People will push higher staking rewards and as part of their "come on to join our our platform" that sort of thing. You know, I so I let's let's so the big piece I'm not, is not trying to be a contrarian here, but I'm I'm just trying to. <laughs> just from the as i have uh, it, uh, here's a real statement, folks, I have never invested a dime in cryptocurrency at all, but I'm very interested in it from a one the the legal the perspective we're talking about now the the discussion aspect of it, right, and the technology aspect of it, and to me, I'm educating myself about this stuff. Before I dive in and before I get hurt, like other people have, right? I'm doing things like writing a glossary of of terminology and and doing this stuff. And and I learn every every article I read, Ted. I learn just like oh you, yeah, right? we, we're, we're learning all along the way. I'm not an expert. Ted's not an expert. Oh, uh, he may tell you he's an expert, but I'm not an expert. <laughs> and, uh, and 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 th- none of this is financial advice. I want to say that. And, uh, oh, yeah. Dave Birch made a comment on one of my uh, my most recent posts. Uh, this is not financial advice about the Dookie Dash. Yeah. I want to get that out of the way today.
1: <laughs> What are you I mean, doing I mean, over there? You're over there tapping away, pulling up stuff. What are you? Oh are you yeah, doing yeah, there? yeah. So actually, what I'm doing is I, I'm pulling up. Like, we were we were talking a little bit about about the CEO, and I'm waiting for this thing to pop. There we go. I just was talking. I just wanted to bring up the uh, the article around Coinboy, Coinbase rumors, SEC ban, all that fun stuff. These guys have a lot to lose. They, they have $42 billion worth of staked assets out there. They're really hoping that it's, it's not the case. But Gensler has previously stated that most, most digital currencies. And again, we're, we're, we're looking at the, the enforcers talking about the legislation that they believe to be true, not actual, that it falls under stated that they're, they could fall under security rules. And just like everybody is starting to talk about, staking's not a security. It it is it is a leveraging of an asset. And, and just give you an example is when when you open and I'll, I'll use a, a fitness facility or a gym as an example. When you go and get a loan from a gym or loan for a gym at a bank, they look at everything that's inside those four walls of the gym, and they say, okay. What is the value of all the things that are in here? And they say, okay, well, I'm willing, I'm willing to loan you 90 percent of the value of the equipment that you have on this. And so they're able to do that. And and really, I and I and I think probably, <laughs> probably our, our our friend at Coinbase here is looking at it in a very similar manner. Staking is more of giving Leveraging you an asset. A uh, loan. Uh, having, on, a collateral. Yes, essentially. It's a just collateral. collateral. Yeah. It's yeah. just a collateral collateralized. I think assets. it's more about
0: the way they're doing it. And they're later in the article, it may have not been this one. It may have been another article about the same thing. Because there were several. But later mm-hmm. in the article they were talking about the in the way that these guys do it versus the way that the other guys do it. I'm not sure it was in here.
1: That right here, it, it always gets misconstrued. This is where I was going, like lending yeah. or other things. It always gets that way. But fundamentally, it's, it's a way to provide security for these networks that are doing proof of stake. Right. Yeah. So if you're able to show proof of stake, then you're able to continue to grow the network. And yeah. then you also look at really what ends up happening, and, and this is maybe the piece why the government is really struggling, is because it really democratizes the network through consensus. And I was having a conversation with a couple of folks from actually Eighth person from Microsoft earlier this week and really talking about how Web3 and the decentralization of a lot of these things really... It takes the power out of the hands of a selected few and truly transfers it over to the everyday man. And I think that's really where we're starting to see a lot of this regulatory stuff pop up because because they really misunderstand the nature of all of these different things, yeah. But I know um, I keep mentioning that, but it just i just I really, really struggle of it every time I look at brian armstrong,
0: i I think of smashing pumpkins and Melancholy and the infinite sadness. I I can only think of Billy Corrigan in there. <laughs> but well, I I I think it's really in a perspective, and I think the solution is education. And like I said, if the education was coming more from maybe make the the people that are trying to get the things done right the 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 people are trying to peddle the influence maybe the, the solution is education how it gets done i'm not really sure because the influence peddlers are always going to peddle their facts and how you can peddle just the what is the truth is really based on a perspective and a and a uh, that truth, truth
1: truth is is mostly perception, right? Yes, it, it's it really comes into is that they, they need to there needs to be a way for the, for for people to prove that they actually understand it. Yeah, and not that just that's what needs to happen.
0: How can we have people say, "Hey, I really got this right," mm-hmm. and So, therefore, I should be on a committee that enacts legislation and then another committee that enforces such legislation because they have an understanding of it also. They have specialty forces in the police force, right? One's for Mm -hmm. drugs, one's for alcohol, to
1: buy narcotics, whatever, right? They also also have that in, in all of our government. Even the SEC has. Very specialized folks. You also have legislation. They create work groups or other things to really task forces, as they call them, a lot of times to yeah. really dive in deep. And I they feel really like need a, a deep dive on their stuff. Yeah. yeah, and and
0: the everybody from the president, the G twenty, right? When they had the G, think think about this, right? All the at the G twenty, there was a whole big thing on on crypto, right, mm-hmm. and that. Crypto needed to be more legislated, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And then all the major countries in the world that are in the G20 and otherwise are all working on central bank digital currencies. Any any large country in the world that's not accepted Bitcoin as their standard of currency is, is working on it. And, you know, it's going to happen. Right. The central yep. bank digital currency is going to happen. And I think they're trying to legislate and restrain crypto more so their central bank digital currency can have the opportunity
1: to take off. Yeah. They just need to figure out how to move faster. But I'm going to move on to the more fun. Okay. Thing. We're moving on to the next one. <laughs> moving on to the fun, the, the fun one, man. You dove deep, deep, mm. deep. Into uh, Dookie, the Dookie Dash game, man. I'm I'm gonna let you start this one off, and I'll just fill in the blanks because you, man, man, have dove so deep into this, <laughs> into this article, really understanding do, do, how
0: all this works. Go deep into the sewer. I did that. You did. Uh, so, if you already had a board ape and in any one of the four tiers from board ape down the Mutant ape, you had the opportunity to mint another NFT called a sewer pass. And that sewer pass allowed you to go in the sewer and play the Dookie Dash game to rack up points. And then the higher scores are able to go and get some cooler traits and more more apes and more mutant apes. And there's a whole other level. So there, I think there's six more levels after this level. The next one is... You're not you're not going down the sewer. You're going to lick the toad. So I guess you're out chasing toads and trying to find the right toad to lick. It'll be kind of like a a Pokemon Go kind of idea, right? I don't know if it will be like Nitanic thing where you're running around out in the city trying to find toads, but I, I think it'll be more of a metaverse toad thing. But it, it in they announced the thing and. The people started minting the next week, and a couple of hours they had sold six million dollars worth. And then in the game, when people were playing over the course of the, the game, and I think it was a couple of weeks or whatever, there was another two million dollars worth of ape coin used to power up the player to add more power to the player so they could make it through to the end of the sewer or whatever. That's a lot of money, man. From an existing customer. That's what it is. You're, they were already leveraging existing customers that they had that had bought apes and wanted to do it.
2: Yeah. So I'm just I'm. What happened?
0: It says it's of a, of a higher quality.
1: <laughs> oh wow! So actually, I'm trying to share the the Dookie Dash let me give me just a second here. I think what I'm done is I want to open that. Let me copy that link. I tried to do full screen and I think, uh, I think our software here is, is not happy with the full screen video. So I will just do a little bit of, cause I I want everybody to get a little bit of a feel for, for, it's, it's very much a cartoon.
0: cartoon. it's a very simple game. It's a, it's a r- speed run type of a game, right? That's so popular now with the, uh, some of the new games, right? You're essentially trying to get to the end and, and get the highest score and avoid objects that are trying to kill you and trying to pick up the objects that aren't going to kill you. It's not necessarily level-oriented like killing bosses, that sort of thing. It's, it's a simple game. It was simple and straightforward, but apparently there's more levels to it. Here it comes. Interesting stuff.
2: And <laughs> it's Dookie Dash, right? And so you, uh, he's minting his pass. Here's his pass. There you go, yeah. And into the sewer he goes with his sewer pass.
0: These guys are, like I said last week, whole new standards. Whole new stand. They got the flight, right? Oh, here we go. We're going now. (laughs) Whole new standards
2: in animation, whole new files. Very current, very contemporary. Yeah. (laughs) Laser eyes. You got the laser eyes. Uh oh. <laughs>
0: Tell me this isn't great stuff, right? <laughs> oh, man, this is
1: awesome. All right. So I'll send you the link, man. We'll throw this stuff in the show notes. Uh, yeah. Uh oh. So there we go. We'll stop it right there where the eyes are popping out, yeah. man. But yeah. we'll, we'll watch we'll till the in end in. for
0: the rest folks. <laughs> yeah, really. Really, really. We'll throw this in at the end. In
1: but the description you, below. <laughs> down, down, down. Smash, smash yeah, all that fun stuff. But man, I, this has been really cool. I I, I They've spent about 425,000 ape coin about 2.2 2 million when when the article that 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 I pulled this from from from, what was it? What was, where did we pull that? That was from, on
0: Decrypt, man? I think it was.
1: Decrypt, yeah. So, when they pulled that, Decrypt gave us gave us that, that great article. There, there are six million in secondary sales after it's first mint. Man, th- this this is that next level when we start talking about your blockchain games, like all of the stuff. We talked about it last week. We, we really talked duh, about it last duh, week where... Duh, duh, duh the community
0: that's forming behind this, right? Oh, it's uh, huge. It's, it's a whole, it's a fan base that's really predicated on you funding the game and and buying in, and, and a lot more than like buying a, a, a Nintendo game console and, and buying a cartridge that goes into it, but very similar in gameplay and very similar in high scores and leaderboards and all that same stuff so it's it's something that's widely known already yeah but they're adding that they're taking the the new art right contemporary art they're adding in the the money right and Mm -hmm. you insert wallet before play right don't insert the cartridge insert your wallet and and let's play and you buy your character and it's interesting that a lot of people apparently that hadn't necessarily bought an ape went to friends that had bought an ape, yes, and said, "Hey, I I want to play the game. Can you buy an NFT sewer pass? You yeah, know, can you go mint one for me? And yeah. give me access and that kind of stuff." There was a whole there was a whole secondary sales market around that. Apparently, they were going for a higher rate and and all kinds of crazy stuff. It's it's a limited opportunity. It's a limited edition, limited opportunity.
1: And and by doing that, they they grew the entire community by about forty percent. Yes. by doing that, by by making it this interactive, up to date type thing, they grew Scarcity, the community by forty percent. Limited
0: limited edition, one of one, rarity, all the, all those things that, but without really saying it, they didn't push that aspect no. of it you know, like, hey, you can go make a thing and, you know, you can go play this game in the game for a limited time. And then we're going to the next level of the game.
1: I think one of the things that's super cool. And when you look at the blockchain and all these different things, the blockchain gives them some really cool functions. And when I say they, I'm meaning Yuga Labs, because when they look at the game, they're able to validate their leaderboard and parse out users who either cheated or attempted to hack the game or done anything that was nefarious or tried to pull a fast one or pull a rug pull. In this particular yeah. case, What we'll you use that. <laughs> Anybody that tried to do that, they were basically said, you're done, you're done. You don't get to play anymore. They don't even get to go to the lick the toad phase because they pulled that stuff. Yeah, And, and I wouldn't be surprised if they start to say, hey, guess what? If you do this, you lose your NFT. I wouldn't be surprised to see that start happening
0: in a community. You can set values within a community, and then say, "Hey, we, we don't want we don't want cheaters here. We don't want liars here. This is this. and if they did such a thing, that would probably be heard a good thing by the people in the community, and it would probably be. It's like Apple saying. We got your back on the privacy kind of a thing. Yeah. When you're on the iPhone, you're, you're in private land. Right? If you want to be in it and if you don't want to be, you're fine. So it's, it's a, you can define your brand moreover by defining that brand's values and you can making statements or making products or anything like that. Just defining your values is, is a good way to define what a brand is.
1: Yeah. And I, we, we, I'm pulling up something, our next story here real quick. I I think it's, there's some really cool stuff that's going on and I'm sorry, I, I clicked the wrong button here, but there's, there's some, I'm trying to find the one that I think this, this might be the one, this might be one. Let me see if I can get it to pull up, but moving into the the next thing is is really talking about what what Def Jam has done oh, yeah. uh, and and moving we, we talk about the community and music's always been a huge community and they've always tried to they've, they've always been on the cutting edge of of how to build a bigger and better community and so I think with our next story being the the Wagney beach and creating the empty band from Solana's Catalina whale mixer called the shark. So what I'm going to do, Bruce, is while you explain this, I'm actually going to pull up just like we did the last one. I'm going to pull up a quick video while you run us through what, okay. what all of this means and just give me a second while I pull it up and you go sure. ahead and get started, man.
0: Jam records. The LL Cool J, Beastie Boys, Less Than Zero uh, soundtrack, great album, mostly Rick Rubin, but you got Def Jam, and and they did a, a whale of Rick Rubin, by the way. It's not in any of the pictures here yet, but so the Catalina Whale Mixers was a Solana blockchain project, and they're working also with Universal Music Group, right? because they have a lot of the artists right and they're creating an nft band think of like the gorillas that was so popular about a decade ago right it was a cartoon they were way ahead of their time man but then they created they got different musicians involved and think of major laser or uh, what's his name diplo right diplo has ten thousand songs but it's also diplo with ariana grande it's diplo with tall it's it's diplo with Redman. red man it's diplo so this is the same concept right guest artists guest producers working with the so it's the whales my grande right yeah Justin bieber whoever right and, and whoever's popular and and they said it's not going to be dark music. It's not going to be hard. It, it's, it's, they're going to release in the summertime. So I think all those summer beachy love life, YOLO kind of music sound, right? And, and, and wag me right in there. We're all going to make it. So it's positive. It's upbeat. And with Rick Rubin and, and all, they said, think uh, Pharrell from, the stuff maybe like he did with Daft Punk and things like that, right? And some of the other stuff that he did with Snoop Dogg. And so it's going to have that very poppy kind of dancey, upbeat feel. And they're, they connected with me on Twitter after I published the story and and they're very excited about it. It's going to be tremendous as far as like a a thing uh, this coming summer. And I can't wait for summer after this long winter we've had. And I'm sure everybody else can't either. But, but it's 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 really going to take off, I think, and it's really going to be a big thing. So keep a watch for the whales. They 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 got some creative geniuses in it that have been ANR reps uh, mm-hmm. with records for a long time, and now they they're bringing in Def Jam, they're bringing in Rick Rubin, they're bringing in all the a universal music group that has all these artists. It's going to be a big thing.
1: Yeah. This is one of the things that this isn't the first one, but this is the first really big one that is, that is creating a new community. Cause honestly, King Kingship is a virtual band that was made up by board Ape, and they had avatars and they plan on releasing music across, across web three later this year. Under UMG or Universal Music Group. And so you're going to see a lot of this happening and, and they're, it's not just going to be online. They're going to use the traditional channels. They're going to be doing like different sorts of festivals, music festivals. They're going to be doing it digitally as well as physically, real world concerts. Dude, I can't wait to see that because I really liked watching. I got the opportunity to go to a concert that, and I should say it's more of a festival, where they had the gorillas performing. Yeah. And, yeah. and it was just a big-ass screen with them on there. But, dude, it was so cool to get that feel. And,
0: and you can have people in costume. I'm sure a lot of the crowd is in costume. And you can have oh, people in, to get in the, that the way, audience. Yeah. Or, you can even have these, uh, these Things that people wear now that make them look like T Rexes and stuff that you know in all the right. TikTok videos, the ups, right? Yeah, they could you know they could do that kind of stuff big time for this. And, and and nowadays, Pink Floyd did it with the Animals tour back in the day, and they had the, all kinds of stuff floating around on the stage yeah. and it, very intense stuff. You know, so uh, David when, Bowie the, did it. You
1: know? We we talk about how things move really really fast in Web three. One of the things to keep in mind is like. It took over three months of negotiating between she's the, between the, the music company, the artists, the, the NFT provider, figuring out what network, what, what rails it was going to go on, whether it was going to be Solana or something else. Like it took three months of them. Once, once they determined what they want to do, it took three months to get everybody to agree. It wasn't one of these. They're sitting, they're sitting on a Saturday and drinking, drinking some, some beers and like. Yeah, dude, that sounds cool. Let's do it. And then Monday they launch it. These, this is a very calculated, very focused, and it is designed to build out like what we're supposed to. What we're supposed to be seeing with Web three is communities around the stuff. So I, I'm, I'm really, one of really the excited. draws
0: that I really didn't get into really deep in the in the video I did. I'm trying to keep them short and sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that the people that are minting the NFTs of the whales are going to have a Again, the limited opportunity, right? Uh, the limited mm-hmm. opportunity to actually join the band. Yeah. Yeah. If you get the right NFT and you have the right experience, you'll actually be able to audition and become. Like yeah, the Capital One Slash commercial, it, right? It's you can, you can, <laughs> that inclusive
1: community, right? It's that whole exactly inclusive community. Exactly.
0: Include the community in the band itself, right? You're not yes. just a fan. You're not just watching from the stage. You may be on the stage. You may be exactly part of the band, right? And that's... So, to me, there's a lot of NFT things that are like the fidgetal, like we're talking. They're putting the wristwatches and the yeah. NFTs together, the yachts and the NFTs, the property and the yes. NFTs, right? everything's TI's, but when you're bringing music, you're bringing art, because this is a whole new design schema again. It's similar to the Apes, but it's going to look different. You can see they got their own style already, right? Mm -hmm. And so you got art, music, money. Remember, social mobile payments, right? So here's art, music, money, right? Yeah. Uh, To me, that is really... Those kind of projects, kind of like the MasterCard artist NFT thing, right? Those kind of things are going to be the heart of Web3. The music, art, money. Mixed together, all three of them. When you can mix all three of factions together and get a community behind it at the same time.
1: I mean, it really, and I'll keep going back to this. Web3 is about people exploring and continuing to grow their passions. And being able to benefit financially off of those passions. And that's really what I'm seeing happen as we move in to the digital era where that is really what it's about. It's like I get to do the things that and be part of the things that I love and I enjoy. I can be a D gen weirdo with all the other weirdos, right? I can, I can, exactly. I can, be a, I can be in the sewer with all the other DGNs. <laughs> right. Dude, it, 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 there's there's a lot of really cool stuff going on, man. I am, I'm here for it. That, that to me, I, I have, I,
0: I, for years, I've gone to events, right, and sat mm-hmm. there and listened to. Okay, now we're gonna have so and so from so and so advisory firm sit here and read off ten pages of recent regulation updates. Oh my god. <laughs> Or, or we're gonna have that kind of dry stuff. This stuff to me is new. It's interesting, exciting. It's compelling. It's engaging, and it's they're not saying token really other than so that's part of the new but, thing. That, but say that token. Is a- but that's not they're but that's, not really saying cryptocurrency, right? They're not really talking about that aspect of it. They
1: This isn't about the technology. That's why. This is not yes. about the technology. This is about the experience. And yeah, you don't the fun, have to... The gaming. You, this is fun tech that is tech. leveraging the technology of Web3 to deliver a better experience. We've talked about for so long that the key to... Happiness, and if you read a lot of, there's a ton of articles out there about this. There's tons of s- studies and and everything that the key to happiness is not things, it is experiences. And you're seeing that happen with Web three. You're seeing yeah. people have these experiences. That means so much more than just having these things. You're able they, to take that li- limited experiences. It's up. not an
0: experience like you can go to experience every week at Disney World. Yeah, Disney World is an experience, but you could go there next week and experience the same thing, and the week after. These are limited time things. You, They're curated uh, you know.
2: too.
0: My only question in all of this is: What about inclusion, and what about those that don't have the money to be a part of it? I, I think and want to be a part yeah. of it, right? Is there a way that they can get in and game or something and game their way?
2: And that's the, a the good
0: merit point. base, I guess. Is the can they do it based on gameplay merit or fan merit? Right? They're they're the biggest fan and they're going out and promoting the band or or organizing meetups around the band or those kinds of things.
1: I, th- I think. This is just like any technology, right? So first you have the folks who have the money, have the means, have the time, have that freedom to really get in there. And then there are a number of other games that are out there. And I probably should have done a little bit more research on this, but I didn't do it today. But there are games out there where everybody can participate. Everybody can hop in and you end up growing and you get, end up gaining and doing it. And the more you play and the types of play you do, just like oh, traditional yeah. Web 2 games, right? That you can yeah. grow and build into it. And and I think that's you're you're gonna see that. But these types of games here really come into being part of something. And and really what'll end up happening in a lot of these cases, and I think this is the direction they haven't set it. But what I see happening is that when you purchase. The whales album, you'll get an NFT that gets you into the door that allows you to start doing that gameplay build. Like what you're talking about, they even said yeah. it, but looking at how they're structuring this, that depending on the experience that you, you have and you, you, you bring yourself into allows you to transition over to other experiences and grow that as you go along. So that's how I'm seeing it. I I, I think that there's going to be some free gameplay type stuff, but it'll be very limited. And 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 just like anything, man, if you if you heck if you played if you've played Candy Crush, you can yeah. play it for free. But if yeah. you want to get to that next level faster, you want to try this different tool, you want to have this other thing, you got to spend some money. And I think that's where this the, is the cool end up thing being.
0: about this thing with the whales, though, is there is the music. And if you really want to look at it from a completely different perspective, the people that are buying the NFTs that are becoming a part of the community are actually the ones that are supporting the artists so they can make the music, but everybody can listen to the music, right? Maybe not everybody can listen to all of the music, but I'm sure there's going to be top 40 hits that are played consistently throughout the summer. Oh, totally. totally. Maybe you'll get an experience to meet some cartoons backstage live at their event or oh, something yeah. like that, that everybody else may not get, but mm-hmm. that's all part of fandom. But I I think it's, um, to me, these are some of the more interesting concept coming out of cryptocurrency. All these bank-like transactions and the, the yeah. stuff that feels very much like traditional finance and you're just taking a USD out and put it in a, a Dogecoin, right? That stuff to me is not real interesting or real exciting because it's just finance and finance, right? It's very similar to me. This stuff, because it's, it's new. It's different. There's art involved. There's music. It's trend. It's culture, right? Yeah. Because it's going to be replaced. The, the don't think you're going to last forever in the music business. It just doesn't happen. But but this will set precedence for others to come along. Yeah. You know, just so like I Gorillas did, right? Gorillas started it. I'm sure there was the Archies was way back. They had a virtual band like way back yeah. when I was a
1: kid. Well, I think what this also does is it lowers the bar to to creating a persona as well in music. We, we have SoundCloud and we have YouTube and we have all these different things, but it, it the level of interaction is you get to watch or listen, right? And I think what this is going to do is it's going to lower that bar to a point where an indie artist can create a community even further in the digital sphere, which is easier to share. And I think you're just, you're going to see this really helping out those independent artists. And, and but once they go out on tour so they
0: got to deal with ticketmaster once they get out there on their
1: uh, to the big
0: places they're going to have to pay ticketmaster that's all there is to it <laughs> oh,
1: we're not going to be talking about that today but folks but... no we're not but i i just thought i'd throw it in <laughs> since
0: you, that, that's what happens right you, you yeah. grow up you get big and and then all of a sudden you got to deal with the, the 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 big guys right and even the independents uh, Justin Bieber came up on the internet. He, yeah. he promoted himself up to the top. It, it's it's not marketed in the media as much as it used to be, like when he did it, right? But the opportunity is there for all the other artists to do essentially the same thing he did. Really? Don't think I'm a believer over here or anything that I've mentioned <laughs> a couple, three times. It, it was just kind of like he's a, a an artist that grew up on social media and blew up on social media and
2: it's it i think
0: that there's going to be a whole explosion of creative art music money combinations coming out in this the the next three to five years you're going to see some some really really crazy stuff and and uh especially as we start getting more into AR and VR and metaverse oh, yeah. being available in the home the sony I had to the, throw the that guard right in there yeah sony's doing all the AR and the, sony released their VR2 headset and the, and the reviews are astounding on that right and that's still cabled and we have the resolution of what the apple headset is going to be even though sony's making the displays for apple there their headset is, and still at half the resolution, it's apparently insanely good.
1: Yeah. Man, I, I really appreciate the the time you took this week to, to pull all of these stories together, to share them out on bullet point bulletins. I love how diverse these have been. We went from very serious stuff out to the very fun stuff. I can't wait to see what we come across this coming week, but Bruce, why don't you, why don't you take us out and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll put a bow on it at the end, man.
0: Okay. So one of the new things that we're doing, Ted and I spent some time this week sitting down and coming up with some materials that we're going to, I'm going to start distributing this week. We're launching the pay interviews, hashtag pay interviews. And uh, we're looking for thought leaders in fintech, Web three, Metaverse, AI, crypto, blockchain that are interested in getting their name out there, getting their company out there, and and uh, having us dig into their personal lives and and uh, well, most no, but dig into the personal <laughs> lives, but
1: really just trying to dive in to see to to really share with with the audience. Who you are, what you're about, what you're doing to make things different, and how you're making a difference in this space. So, in in all
0: seriousness, I want to, I want to highlight their, their, their individual perspective on what they're doing, Mm -hmm. as well as their creations, like what they've made or, or what their company has made. And then also their, their individual vision moving forward is, is in all seriousness what i really want to concentrate on in these
1: yeah bruce how how do people find out more about the pay interviews how do they find out more about you they can, they can
0: uh, just contact me directly you can uh you can hit me up here on youtube um at bruce burke here at bruce q burke on twitter on facebook on linkedin on Every other network in the world. and if if you want some information, I've got some overview information, and then if we you want to dig in a little deeper and discuss, we'll be happy to get together with you and run that down to you.
1: All right, Bruce, thanks for going over that. I look forward to to having some of those interviews on, and we'll we'll be po- cross posting those across all of our channels. So that uh, everybody gets a a view of that piece of it. I I really am looking forward to this week. Started a, a week during the week, Monday through Friday, doing daily podcasts about news and articles in Web3 called Web3 with FTC by FinTech Confidential. Of course, I'm hosting it, going through a bunch of different things. It is anywhere from three to seven different news articles of over the last couple of days that really piqued interest and have seemed to be very popular across the web. And we bring those to you every day into your podcast player as you need. We will have links. You can get to it at fintechconfidential.com. There's so many great things going on in that. If you're looking to to learn more about what's going on in fintech in general, not just Web3, go ahead and sign up to our, our email, and and go ahead and hop in on that one. It is access.fintechconfidential.com. And you'll get emailed on new episodes, you'll get emailed on on news articles, new things that we're working on. You'll continually get some great information about that. So be sure to sign up for that. And as always, you can find us at FinTech Confidential everywhere except for Twitter, where they wouldn't let me use that full thing, which is FT Confidential. Mm-hmm you'll find us there. And if you're looking for me and you want to find some stuff, you can find me very easily at T E D D H U F F everywhere on the socials. And we look forward to hearing from you. If you want to reach out, let us know. We'll make sure that we hit on some of the stories that you find most interesting, intriguing, and important. Bruce, thank you so much for putting this together, man. I really enjoy it every single week. It's one of the big highlights of my week. Yeah, it's,
0: we've been doing it for a while now, and I it's it's i I think it's good to subscribe, follow, share. we we need more viewers on our on our weeklies. i'd I'd like to have more viewers, and I'd like to think that we're not just sitting here talking to each other,
1: everybody <laughs> you know what? Hey man, at least everyone can to hear us have these conversations and and really, like Bruce said, either smash, Boop, whatever you want to call it hit the buttons follow subscribe make sure you get the notifications we have a lot of content coming out so just just if you're wanting to learn more wanting to hear more about what's going on in fintech and web3 in general just go ahead and and follow us you'll be getting that in real time and and I forgot to I forgot to po- I, I forgot to mention We've got web three with FTC as a podcast, but we've also got this great telegram channel that gives you a news article every hour on the hour that tells you about what's going on in web three and crypto blockchain, all that fun stuff. So go ahead and, and hit us up in there and we'll go ahead and drop that link in the show notes as well down in the description. Bruce, man, thank you for letting me cover that last piece of it. Thank you for doing sure, this yet sure, again. Sure. And. Man, I can't wait till next week. I can't yeah, wait to see a, what we talk it's about. It's another
0: week, week of uh, fun and uh, fun and regulation
1: coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, we can be a little less serious next week. But thanks again, Bruce. I appreciate it, man. Thank you.